This program is part of Film Geek Radio. Visit filmgeekradio.com for more great shows. Hey movie addicts, welcome to Cinema Fix, your stuff for the purest, highest quality movie reviews on the block. I'm Andrew Johnson, and I'm joined today by my fellow dealer, Monica Castillo. Good morning, Andrew. How are you doing, Monica? It's really early for a podcast. We are. We're, we're recording this in the morning, um, and I, I, I just got in my morning workout, so... Pump some iron, do some podcasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in that order. This is episode number 47 of Cinema Fix, focused on the movie Pain and Gain. If you're new to Cinema Fix, basically this is the show on Film Geek Radio focused on in-depth discussion of mainstream blockbuster films. We are here to satisfy your addiction to quality conversation about the movies, and each week we release an episode in two parts. The first part, which you're listening to right now, is a 10-minute long spoiler-free review of the film. That way you can get an idea of what we thought about it and whether or not it's worth your time to check out. The second part is a much more in-depth analytical discussion that does contain spoilers. So if you've seen the film and you'd appreciate that type of conversation about what works and what doesn't, definitely listen to part two. This week, the movie we're going to be talking about is Pain and Gain. Monica, why don't you give our listeners a little information about the movie? Sure. We follow a trio of bodybuilders, played by Mark Wahlberg, Dwayne Johnson, and Anthony Mackie, in Florida, Miami to be exact, who get caught up in an extortion ring and kidnapping scheme that goes terribly wrong. Who's Dwayne Johnson? The Rock. Oh, The Rock. Okay. He was the uh, actor formerly known as the wrestling champion, The Rock. But he still wrestles, doesn't he? Yeah, but I think it's more like a hobby. Oh, now wrestling is the hobby? Yeah. Well, he's had quite the year. I've seen him, like, in three movies, and he's still, like, Fast 6 is still coming out. Yeah. This is the year of Dwayne Johnson. This is, this is like, McConaughey last year is The Rock this year. Although not yes. in highest quality movies. But that's okay. He's getting there. Yes. All right. Here's a clip. You want to change, right? All you got is change in that fanny pack. Is that what you want? When's the last time you paid your rent? What are you doing? When's the last time you took one of those plump bitches out to dinner and didn't sweat them ordering dessert? You love those big bitches. And they love to eat. It's okay. That's important. But this being broke's gotta stop, man. We need some money to go with that body, man. Monica, let's start out with you. What did you think of pain and gain? Is this a fitting entry into the filmography of the great auteur known as Michael Bay. <laughs> you horrible person, you know how much I hate that. <laughs> yes, it is a fitting entry into the catalog of pure sh- that he has uh, produced over the years, and so that's that's basically how my thought just continues to go. It's all downhill. I didn't think there's really anything positive in this movie. I like The Rock's acting, Dwayne Johnson, and that's about it, but... Otherwise, it's the same old dealing in stereotypes. It's the same old roided up frat boy humor that I'm just, I'm frankly very tired of from him. So, I mean, the fact that he's, you know, in his midlife stage and still directing movies for 15-year-old boys is, it's very mature, man. I think this movie 
is a movie about Michael Bay movies. Because Michael Bay movies are like steroids. They're for uh-huh. people that are uncomfortable with their masculinity. And if you watch too many of them, your testicles might shrink. That's that's sort of how I feel about Michael Bay. That's, yeah, pretty accurate. I mean, the thing that I came up with was Michael Bay is to U.S. directors as George W. Bush is to U.S. presidents. He has left nothing (laughs) but a legacy of awful. He doesn't know how to relate to anyone who isn't a white male. Getting political. And it is totally American exceptionalism through and through. I have that little regard for him. I can probably agree with that. I will say, (laughs) though, I do like a few of his movies, but not very many. Name them. The Rock is a fantastic film. I haven't seen that. Okay. You have to see The Rock. You you cannot discount Michael Bay until you watch The Rock. I'll see Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. I don't know how many more times <laughs> I want to put through my... See, that's the thing. Oh, and we can also technically kind of point fingers at Michael Bay for torture of a mass population. Because he did do Transformers <laughs> 2. So. Yes, and Transformers 3. And I actually got physically ill in the, in the last Transformers, so he still owes me a bottle of Motrin. Uh, let's see. I actually don't hate Armageddon. Even though I know a lot of people do. It's kind of big, dumb, goofy fun. Yeah, I kind of treated it like Mystery Science Theater 3000, sort of. I have not seen all of Bad Boys 2, but what I have seen, I liked. Just because it was goofy and over the top, and there were explosions and car chases. Mm-hmm. And Will Smith is funny. So. <laughs> and Will Smith is funny. Well, it's kind of Will Smith. You hire him for that. <laughs> or used to, before he decided to become a serious actor or whatever. So, I don't think Michael Bay, you know, his career isn't entirely full of duds. It's just mostly full of duds, which is unfortunate. And I, yeah. I don't think Pain and Gain does anything to fix that. It is not a very good movie. It's totally... I okay, it's based on a true story. It's about bodybuilders who are actually terrible people doing terrible things. And the whole movie, I was just thinking, why did they get Michael Bay to make this movie? Like, I could, I I was trying, I was listening to the dialogue, I was watching the story unfold, and I was thinking, you know what? This script is not terrible. Another director would have taken this movie in a completely different direction, tonally, Mm -hmm. and it might have been really, really good. But Michael Bay doesn't know how to be serious, and he also isn't smart enough to be satirical. And so the movie is caught somewhere in the middle between trying to be funny and enjoyable and also trying to be about really bad, ugly people. (laughs) And it just does not work at all. No, it didn't work for me at all. I hated it. I haven't wanted to bolt out of the theater so much in such a long time. And nothing from, like, I don't know, maybe an hour in made me want to stay at all. Yeah, I was on board for about ten minutes. <laughs> and then... And then, <laughs> and then the movie just, started. <laughs> and then quickly realized that it really wasn't going to be a very fun ride. No. I think Eric D. Snyder summed it up best when he said... It's a movie, like, on a scale of horrible people, these characters are around 9 or 10, but the movie only treats them like they're 6s or 7s. 
Yeah. Which is a major problem. That's a, that's a good way to explain it. You're never quite sure if you should root for them or not root for them, if you should laugh at them and have fun. And if you're laughing, are you laughing at them or are you laughing with them? It, it's, it's just very confused and muddled. And as a result, I was kind of bored because I didn't know how to engage with the characters. I, 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 I wasn't invested in them. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to be sympathizing with them. All I knew is that I definitely wasn't most of the time. Yeah. This movie's definitely a lot of pain for very little gain. <laughs> oh, zinger. Yes. Yes. I like that one. So, to sum up, basically, stay away. <laughs> or at least in my book. I will agree with you, though. I still love The Rock. <laughs> yeah, he's really... So, okay, it's completely unaware of itself. And, or, yeah, unaware of itself. And that's part of the satire portion is that you have to be in on the joke and i think it just goes in balls out and it, like the rock is really the only one that's really having fun with any of this so points to him but i'll get more into the stereotype hate and things like that that i'm just tired of seeing from mike especially from michael bay he like only knows how to relate to people and stereotypes which i think is awful and should not be the one in charge of telling stories if he doesn't know what a character is. <laughs> Especially stories that are supposedly based on real life. It's supposed to be based on real life. And it's really funny. Um, my friend pointed out that this was a lot like a dumb man's Fargo. Oh, right. Yeah. Because it's a lot of the same parallels. Like, it's a kidnapping gone wrong, and it's executed by, like, a bunch of idiots that don't know what they're doing, and they, you know, screw up everything. So Fargo is the classic... And then the pain and gain is pain and gain. Yeah. I liked it, though, because he did say that it's, like, Michael Bay trying to be the Coen brothers, and he's just... He can't not do Not all the tools are in the shed. Yeah. The Rock does a good job. Anthony Mackie and Mark Wahlberg are trying. They're trying, yeah. They're, they're doing what they can. What's Tony Shalhoub trying to do there? Is he, like, just trying to get rid of everyone's image of Monk? I guess. Because he was just... I mean, his character was just basically enough. I thought he was fine. He's okay. You know, the, 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 the script, it's not a terrible script. You know, it's trying to draw these parallels between bodybuilding and fitness and the criminal underworld and the American dream, which has been done in movies before. That's not yeah. to say it can't be done again. <laughs> and there's some interesting potential for satire there. And The Rock, he plays... This guy who's essentially a Jesus freak. Yeah. But also a criminal. And sort of trying not to be a bad guy, but he is a bad guy. Yeah. And all those interesting layers, Michael Bay just doesn't know what to do with. It's like, no. character complexity? What? I don't understand. You mean they can have two adjectives to them? Not just yes. one? How do you do that? I'm really tired of Michael Bay. Yeah. The the movie just is it's not very good. Doesn't live up to its potential. I and I honestly feel like the problem isn't the script. It's not even necessarily the actors. It's really the direction. Plain and simple. Yeah. An another director could have taken this same material and and done something really 
good with it. Michael Bay is not that guy. No. Is there anything else you want to say about Pain and Gain before we dive into spoilers in part two? No, I'm at peace. Okay. Well, I think that'll wrap it up for part one of our episode on Pain and Gain here on Cinema Fix. Don't forget to tune into part two of our discussion for a much more in-depth look at the film. And don't forget to tune in next week when we'll be discussing Iron Man 3. Oh, yes. I'm excited. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm cautiously excited. I'm optimistic because Shane Black is directing, and I have more confidence in Shane Black than I do in Michael Bay. Well, that's not hard. I have more confidence in more <laughs> film students than I do in Michael Bay. Oh, low blow. All right. Well, we'd love to get your feedback on the show. You can email us at cinemafix at filmgeekradio.com or comment on the website at filmgeekradio.com. You can also subscribe to the show through iTunes. So if you liked this episode, please write us a review. That would really help us get the word out about the program. You can also donate to us through the website. We really appreciate your help. And don't forget to check out other great shows on Film Geek Radio, including Let's Get Real and The Thin Place. Monica, where can people find you online? People can find my stuff on Twitter at MCastiMovies. That's M-C-A-S-T-I Movies. They can also find my work reposted on the BOFCA website. That's the Boston Online Phone Critics Association website at BOFCA.com. You can find some of my writing at FilmGeekRadio.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at WriterAndrew. If you do follow me, be sure to send me a message and let me know you're a listener, and I will follow you back. That'll wrap it up for this episode. I'm Andrew Johnson. I'm Monica Castillo. And have fun this week getting high on cinema. This has been a Film Geek Radio production. Film Geek Radio. Yeah.